You're listening to the Joy Junkies Show podcast, episode 097. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 97. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. All right, here we go, baby doll. You ready? I don't know. Yeah, you're not quite sure? I'm nervous because for two reasons. Two? Yeah, one... I've had a really stiff whiskey already, <laughs> courtesy of Mr. Smith. Yeah, an old 43 from the yard house. And it really snuck up on me. I told you, you were like, oh, this isn't as stiff as I'm used to. And I'm like, it's just, it's the same amount of alcohol, it just tastes better. Yeah, it yeah. was it was fucking delicious. It was delicious. Maybe we it's should do drink. that. Like Mr. Smith's like bartending recipes as a freebie on the site. There you something. go. <laughs> Whiskey and wisdom. Um, <laughs> so so that's one concern. My other concern is our topic for today. The topic is uh, sketchy. I'm gonna get very polarizing. Really, really ranty today. I know Uh-oh. it. Like it's the combination of like kind of a volatile topic and then a volatile beverage i'll just turn my mic off now (laughs) so okay so welcome everybody we're so glad to have you here and uh please don't leave we're not leave what are they are you kidding me with that hype they're totally hooked already they're like this they're in bitch right here they're hooked in right now (laughs) that's part of my appeal Sass pants. Yeah, sass pants. Self-help for the sassy. All right, so this week we're actually going to talk about, this is another listener submission, and it is child-free by choice in a child-obsessed world. And this was amazing. This submission uh, came to us from a listener, and she actually supplied the title to the show. Oh, really? Yeah. I just added the by choice. But yeah, she submitted child free in a child obsessed world. And I was like, fuck yes. I should ask people to submit the title. Titles. Yeah. So if you're wondering, you can actually go to thejoyjunkie.com. If you click on podcast, you can submit a topic. Which we use all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously. So we're going to talk about that a lot today. And it really, if you're going like, ah, I really want kids or I don't know about this or I'm going to get pissed, I want you to look at it from the lens of anything else in your life that you take a real strong stance about or have an opinion on or feel strongly about that you feel like you have to apologize for or you have to over explain all the time Mm -hmm. so before you tune out put it you know kind of put it through that filter and look at are there anything any areas of your life where you were doing that all the time where you feel like you have to justify your position um it could be anything your affinities your beliefs your stances your perspectives so the advice that i'm going to give as it relates to this particular topic could permeate anything that you feel like you have to over explain yourself on right so 
Anyway, so but but before insert we insert topic here, it, right, right? Insert area where you have to over-explain. Yeah. And we've been talking a lot about that lately, like just apologizing for yourself and over-explaining your position on things and standing up for yourself and what that really looks like. And so this was a perfect real-world example of something that not only do our listeners go through, but a majority of people go through mm. dealing with these family. Um, stigmas or um, obligations or things that they expect from you. And and children is definitely one of them. So I'm really fucking excited to get into this. But before we do, I want to let you guys know about something that I'm so excited about. And also as kind of a precursor to the work that we're going to get into today. Um, So I've been talking about this class for two weeks or for three weeks. maybe. Yeah. And the doors are finally open. Mm, you've been slowly smoldering, and now you ignite. Have I, ooh, <laughs> look who's a marketing genius, Mr. Smith. Um, yeah, so this is a brand new class. It's called, excuse me, your, your badass, badass is, is showing. showing. <laughs> Self-confidence edition. So I'm doing different editions. This one's self-confidence. And we focus on three three things. So it's going to be three weeks. We focus on your relationship to fear in the first week. The second one is all about how much we care about what other people think and apologizing for ourselves, setting boundaries, et cetera. And then the final week is all about how we actually communicate that. Like what does that actually look like? to say to your mom hey you know what you've kind of been interfering in my relationship or we actually don't need placemats if you want to help us play for pay for joey's dental work like you know joey's dental work. whatever when people are you know when the actual real world scripts like amy what do i say to you know, my mom, it, most of it, like, I always thought, like, life coaching, because who doesn't have mom issues, right? Like, wouldn't that yeah. be such a good, like, yeah. catchphrase for all of life coaching? So I use mom examples all the time. But when your mom, like, guilts you because you, you know, she wants you to go to church on Easter. She wants you to be a part of this family function or she's overstepping her boundaries or your kid is overstepping their boundaries, like, expecting you to babysit all the time and you just want to travel the world. Whatever it is, if you have a challenge actually taking all of this information that you hear on podcasts and, you know, blogs and Facebook posts, and you are an amazing connoisseur and uh, consumer of information, but you have a hard time actually going to mom and saying, hey, knock it off with the fucking placemats. Doing, Doing the action, yeah. Then... This, you need to get your ass to class. Okay. So get your ass to class. Get your ass to class. Go to thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me. Yes. And you can read all about it. But in essence, it's it's the people who are motivated from, and we've talked about this a number of times, but people who are motivated from that place of fear. So instead of telling my boss what I think, really addressing this thing with my bestie, actually telling what my spouse how I feel about our last sexual encounter, and being so fearful of the response or how you're going to be received or the backlash, what if you were actually motivated from a place of 
power or self-care or self-love mm-hmm. or fulfillment. And that's what this class is all about. It's untangling all this shit that we have accumulated over years and years and years and changing the game. Re- like, really. Not just, I'm listening to a podcast. Oh, and Amy's awesome. I love it. No, it's, here's your challenge for the week. You're going to fucking do it. And you're going to tell all these other people who are scared shitless to do it. You're going to get on the Facebook forum and you're going to tell us exactly what you did. Whoa. What you're committing to and what, you know, that's the big thing. It's like, we talk a lot about awareness Awareness is huge. Like figuring out that's the all the time. Yeah, the we time. always talk about like that's about figuring out what is. And then the second piece is action. Like we actually have to do things differently, even right. if it's thinking differently. So anyway, if you're like, oh my God, fuck yes, I need to do that. Or I need scripts. I need to know exactly how to engage in a conversation with my <clears throat> mom or my brother or my whoever. Yeah. That's what we're doing. I'm going to break it down for you. Exactly. I have like, I think it's about seven steps of how to go into a conversation and actually communicate effectively so you get your needs met. You get what you want. So, oh my God. Serious I'm inquiries only. I'm going to work the fuck up already. Serious inquiries only. <laughs> like, no, seriously. Like, it, it seems like unless you're willing, like if you really <clears throat> are ready to challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. It seems like this would be the product for you, you know? Well, it's a couple of things. It's, first of all, knowing you're not alone. Knowing that there's a bunch of other people who cower when their mom asks them for shit. Or when their best friend does or when their boss does. But also, you have a group of people that hold you accountable. And are in it. Yeah, we're in it together. We're all scared. Sure. I am too, you guys. Like... It's not that you stop. It's not that you eradicate fear. You just learn how to work with it. And that's what we're going to cover in week one. So if you know that you need to shift this. And by the way, I have a shit ton of amazing free gifts. Bonuses that are actually worth more than the class. Did I even say? It's $97, you guys. Wow. It's less than 100 bucks. It's like a fancy, that's like a fucking like Halloween night out or like a New Halloween Year's. Halloween night or out? Or like a New Year's night. That's like a fancy ass dinner. Oh, a New Year's costs more than a hundred bucks, love. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I barely remember my New Year's. <laughs> it's like a fancy dinner for two. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So like imagine how much your life can change. And I have had so many people change. Their, it's implementation. That's it. Yeah. It's the tools and the accountability and the implementation and getting out there and fucking doing it. And also hearing it and learning it from a messenger that you resonate with. Like me, right? It's not it's not rocket science, but it's shit that we haven't been told before, you know? And I feel like, th- I, I just feel like it's a no-brainer. And I'm excited and I'm passionate about it because I've been in your shoes. I've been in that situation where, I remember when I used to prep you of what you could and couldn't yeah, say in absolutely. front of my mom and my parents. I'm like, don't bring up John Stewart. Don't bring up, yeah. you know, we cannot talk about anything pro-life. We cannot talk about. You know, it was Howard Stern. Don't talk about Howard Stern. Don't <laughs> it was Howard Stern at the time. Don't remember when Prop 8 was up for legalizing oh, yeah. gay marriage in California. I'm like, don't fucking talk about, don't, don't, don't. Crazy. And I, I powered that. and I suffered because I, A, had not found my voice and B, wasn't using it and you don't have to be an asshole you you don't have to be a dick you can do all of this with kindness and grace so anyway i get passionate about it because i lived it i did that yeah and it sucked and there's plenty of other people out there that are doing the same thing for sure right 
it sucks to, to feel like you have to cower to all these other people and their opinions of you. Mm-hmm. You know? And, I, and obviously, if you hang out with me enough, you know that I don't do that anymore at all. <laughs> but what I need you to hear is that this was not always the case. This was a conditioning. It's the same way you learn how to ride a bike. The first time you get on, you fall over, you feel wobbly, it feels awkward, it doesn't go smoothly. That is exactly the trajectory. That is exactly what I went through. Yeah. Until it became a new norm. And that's what I can teach you. That's what I can show you. And I would love to. I'd be honored to. And I'm giving you a bunch of free shit to do it. So go to thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me. You're a badass show. No, just excuse me. Oh, just excuse me. Yeah, don't don't send them to that's the wrong. That's too much. That's a, that's a long that's, that's ass a long URL. That's a long URL, yeah. It's too much. <laughs> and we're going to get some shit handled. Plus, if you are a podcast listener and you check out, be sure to enter Pod People. That's your new name. That's your new name, everybody, by the way. <laughs> and or Joy Junkies, whatever you associate with. Junkies. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love junkies. Yeah, no, I love junkies yeah. too. But. but Pod People, all one word, is your access code to get an additional free bonus call, live call with Mr. Smith and myself. Bum, ba, da, ba. Me and no news. holds barred. We're going to answer whatever questions you have. Oh, it's all whoa. Q&A. Don't all... say that to these people. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we've got to, I got to give them some amazing Oh, yeah, yeah. Topic. Today. We've got to talk about this shit today because you know what? I have more plans to go elsewhere and drink more tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's date night, man. Let's do it. <laughs> well, we're doing like a couple's night. Couple's night. And yeah, I'm whatever. really excited about it. Yeah. So, all right. So I had this gal write in. And she could have been been writing our story, truly. So she said, I decided to write in because I need your help. My husband and I have been married for almost 12 years, and we've slowly come to the conclusion that we don't want kids. This realization is still fresh, so it feels mostly exciting and liberating, but it's also been a little scary to accept what we want out of life is different than the, quote, norm. What makes it even harder is that our child-free status is often met with judgment and hurtful criticism. I'm generally an outspoken person who has no trouble standing up for herself, but when it comes to this particular topic, I can't seem to find my voice. Below are some examples of the shit that people say to me, which we are going to go through. These situations typically leave me speechless and sometimes cause me to backslide into a state of confusion, depression, and re-examination. And I want you guys to remember that because that is something that we're going to talk about here in a second. I'm working through your ebook, How to Stand Up for Yourself Without Being a Dick. Thank you so much for that. And by the way, everybody, you can get that on my site. Super easy. It's, it's free for anyone who wants it. But I would really love some specific language that will get people to back off. All right. Mm. Meaty. Meaty topic here. Right. So, and I, I, it, like, I get really, I mean, I'm just going to ask the request this of you, that you stop me if I get too ranty. Right. And that you also really interject if you have a very strong feeling about it. Because this is one of those areas that is very triggering for me because, um... For a lot of reasons, but I lived this for a very long time, and um, I've gotten to a place now where I can pretty much handle anything that's said to me, 
But that took a good yeah. What's our safe? What's our safe years? word? <laughs> what's our safe word? Yeah. Banana. <laughs> bananas are safe word. <laughs> I don't know. All right. If we get if you get too heavy and hot, we'll we'll say you'll banana. call out banana. Uh-huh. It'll be a safe word. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a safe word always on the pod. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So the thing that I wanted to preface this with, and I have a couple of points that I want to share with you guys, and obviously you know I love bullet points and step-by-step solutions. But the first thing that I really want you to be aware of, whether it's this issue of being child-free by choice or any other issue that you have taken a stance on that is unpopular and they deliver any comments like the ones that I am about to read, I want you to look at them through a lens of offensive and really treat them as such. Like if you can, I'm going to read this stuff and I, to me, it is my belief that these are the equivalent of saying something offensive to somebody. Like your beliefs are wrong or you need a nose job. Mm, That's a tough one. You know, when people are saying something hurtful to you about their, their belief about how you should live your life. Right. You need to quit your job and get a real job if you're a life coach and you fucking love it. There's a perfect example. (laughs) That's a good one. It's highly offensive. Any other situation where somebody would tell us something that is a blatant, socially acceptable, highly offensive comment, you would be totally, you know, uh, applauded at retorting something offensive in return. But for some reason, when people make offensive comments about religion, about children, we're supposed to just accept politics. It. Politics. We're supposed to we're supposed to just compromise our position instead of looking at it like a legitimate offensive remark. So that's my first piece of advice. And that was the first thing that I really had to take into consideration because I we would get a barrage of this all the time where people thought it was a commonplace, acceptable thing to say to us, things like what I'm about to read. And it's not. It's not acceptable. So if I take it, I'm saying that it's acceptable. I'm acquiescing to the norm, the quote norm, which okay. is not us. This is not this is not junky behavior. Okay? So my mom frequently makes comments like I should have an 11-year-old grandchild by now. Oh, and all of my friends are grandparents. It's diff- and then the this listener says it's difficult to spend time with her because she rarely fails to remind me how I'm letting her down in this department. Okay. Oh man. So I had a very similar situation with my mom. My it, both of us have had a better fortune with our parents. It's I do true. feel. Yeah. Probably because we were very forceful and abrupt from the beginning. Well, that, we we put the boundary out right away. Which I I think a lot of people. In fact, I've written about this quite a bit, and you'll find below this post um, a couple of other resources, other podcasts that I've done where you can um, look at. Some of the stance that I've taken, I've also just recorded a new podcast for another colleague of mine who's doing an entire podcast dedicated to this topic. Nice. Uh, it's really about what defines us as, you know, feminine. And, ah. you know, yeah, it's really interesting. 
So anyway, I'll list other resources. But we've been fortunate in that regard, I think, because we developed our voice in this capacity early yeah, on. That's true. And we didn't accept any sort of guilt trips. Yeah, we weren't on the fence for very long. No. I mean, maybe in the <laughs> 90s for like two minutes. <laughs> this particular... Okay. I did have a similar situation. I just want to reference this. My mom told me, well, cloaked in guilt. It's just so challenging that like everyone at the office is talking about their grandkids and I don't have anything to talk about. Whose fault is that? So I said. That's your fault? So I said, oh yeah, mom, that's a really good reason for me to have kids. So you have something to talk about at the fucking office. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Like, let me go ahead and have no sleep for 18 years at least and have plastic covering every sharp corner, not being able to move because I don't know what the school district is like. Like, no. All because... Also that you have something to you talk about. Want some, you want to show some pictures to your friends. Yeah. Sorry. Not ever a good reason for me to have kids. And a caveat here. I feel the same way about marriage. I don't think that there's ever any good reason to get married, ever... Unless it is a mad desire of your heart. Unless you are 100% sure, 100%, not fucking 95, everybody, 100% sure this is the person you want to spend the rest of your life. What if it's 98 and a half? No. 99? 100. Stop. I'm just checking. No, I'm not. I'm just checking. You're just just making sure. I just just feel like we (laughs) will take any excuse to settle. Yeah. You know? And... I don't think marriage is for everybody. I don't think relationships are for everybody. I think you can be totally fulfilled in a ton of different ways. And I'm going to get into that in a minute. But that is, that's a key thing to realize what is somebody else's shit. Yeah, for sure. That is not mine to carry. Uh, whatever my mom converses about at work, whatever she converses, whatever she does anytime is not my business. That is her choice. Has nothing to do with my uterus. Nothing. <laughs> And nothing to do with my entire life, like what I'm fulfilled by, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, My grandmother says things like, my husband died 25 years ago, and if it wasn't for my children, I'd be all alone. Well, that sucks for you because you did not cultivate any friendships. That sucks. Nor are you able to cultivate friendships in your latter years of life, which is also sad to me. And she says... Who's going to take care of you when you're older? And That's a big one. You're only 34. It's not too late to have a baby. I'm like, I'm only 35. It's not too late to do everything I fucking want because I don't have a kid. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Banana. Banana. No, I'm Okay. Kidding. So, see, this is good. This is, a, this is what in coaching we call self-management. Yeah. And I'm not doing it very well, so I have to give it to Mr. Smith as a tool. You have a safe word. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. A bit no. negligent. On no, my, I'm, I'm my sorry. Part. Continue. That's good. That's a good line of thought. Go on. But it's true. This is somebody's personal point of view. This could very easily be their stance on abortion or gay marriage or legalization of pot or immigration reform or political issues or religious issues or school related issues like it could be anything that they feel strongly about that is a strong stance that they are taking that has absolutely nothing to do with you the one of the things that i really want you to understand 
as I read through all of this stuff and I get derailed because I want to retort to all of these asinine comments. Um, you don't have to explain. Period. You do not, you do not have to engage any of this conversation. I've done this before with my brother as it relates to um, guns. guns. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our different amendment rights and like uh, assault rifles and shit like that. There is no way that he is going to see my view. I am not going to see his view. So engaging in that conversation is futile. Yeah, for so sure. So I shut it down. I will not go there. You have the freedom to do the same. It doesn't matter if it's your mom, your mother-in-law, your grandmother, or your house cleaner. It doesn't fucking matter what they think about kids. You are allowed to say, I actually find that conversation extremely offensive or I actually find that statement incredibly offensive and um, I'm actually not going to entertain this conversation any longer unless you are able to understand that people are fulfilled in different ways and by that statement, it doesn't sound like you are able to do that. You are allowed to get out of that situation just just as much as you are allowed to get out of a conversation where somebody says your kid's ugly or you're you need a nose job right. or but that anything uh, else that's oh, rude. I, but I'm gonna call you out because that to me is not grace and kindness, and you're always talking about grace and kindness. So how do you say it with a little bit more tact? Because you're saying it with some vitriol behind it. Well, I've and it's got vitriol I'm, I'm worked up. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, how do people actually say it? No, that's a great question. But no, exactly like that. And I've done that before where I've I've said like, I find that comment extremely offensive and I'm not going to engage in that conversation any longer. Right. That's grace and kindness. Yeah. You're not mm -hmm. saying, fuck you. That's a horrible way. Like, how am I supposed to feel when you say that? Right. Because that's just that's not grace fuel and to the fire. Yeah. But assertiveness, however, assertiveness is not being an asshole. Right affirmative is not being an asshole it's just being firm you can do that you can be firm and not yell and not scream and I, and I think I did that you oh, know yeah. saying I'm not going to engage in this conversation with you I've done that with my mom about other issues if you continue to speak like that I'm going to get off the phone right like it's a boundary I'm calm I'm cool collect I'm not throwing Good. insults I'm that's not, what I wanted to get to right I'm there. not name calling yeah so, again, you don't need to explain, period. Feel free to shut it down. Um, and, and another thing that I just wanted to make mention as a point is it is a choice and a decision, a very intimate choice and a very intimate decision that you have the freedom to choose to only discuss it with the people involved, meaning your husband your wife, the surrogate, like whoever is whoever you value as being involved in this choice, you have the freedom to only discuss intimate matters with intimate connections. You do not owe an explanation to anybody based off of race, religion, you know, yeah. uh, blood, nothing. And you can politely decline any of those conversations. Um, I love that there's this quote that Gloria Steinem has been referencing. I don't believe it's her quote. But 
and I'm trying to find the actual source of it, but it says, everybody with a womb doesn't have to have a child any more than any, everybody with vocal cords has to be an opera singer. I like that. I loved it because yeah. it's like not having a baby means nothing to my femininity. It means nothing. It's it, not think, a threat to me being a woman. I think it means it's more of a threat to the person that's saying these comments. Really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a threat to their femininity. Because they know one way of femininity right. or matriarchy or whatever else it is that they associate with being a woman. Yeah. They know one way of fulfillment. That's now, the role that they that have That doesn't played. mean... That means it's wrong. No. I'm not saying that at all. Absolutely not. At all. Absolutely not. And like my best friend I'm has just two saying kids. It's, I'm just saying it's very uh, one-dimensional thinking. Right. Is all I'm saying. It's a very one-dimensional. <clears throat> and that's another thing. You can choose to discuss it only with people who have the capacity to discuss it in the way in which it fulfills you. So for instance... My best friend, who I absolutely love, has two children. And we've had amazing conversations about how I'm wired and how she's wired and how what she's fulfilled by and her the desires that she's had and you know and the the things that I feel. And we've had amazing conversations because of this common denominator of respect. Yeah. Respect for a lot of right answers. Right. So the example that I brought up earlier with my brother, we aren't able to converse about gun rights with respect for a lot of right answers because we both feel very strongly that there's one right answer. Right. So it's a futile conversation. Now, if this is an area that is a lot of right answers to you, you can converse with others who feel the same way. But if it is your house cleaner, your mom, your grandmother who who feels that there is only one right way, those are the people that you're probably going to need to shut the conversation down with. So I'm not saying close it down always, forever, you know, don't talk about it at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying choose the ears that you speak into. Are yeah. they capable of hearing what you have to say with respect? Right. That's what it comes down to. I, you know, I, I think the way that I've approached it is I've said, you know, that that really hurts my feelings mm -hmm. that you would say that to me. It, do I get to choose or is it yours? Mm -hmm. You know, like that's the way that I've always approached it is, you know, it's my choice. And I think I deserve some respect for that. Absolutely. And that's end of the conversation. Well, and that's how I've always described like you versus me. Like I'm the fucking chihuahua and you're like the mastiff. <laughs> <laughs> like it's this like strong, quiet power. And I'm like, that. <laughs> you want to fight? You want to fight? <laughs> Put up your dukes. Let's go. But I've learned a lot from you where you've taken your and that's a lot of the grace and kindness pieces yeah you take your stance and you don't have to cloak it in something combative right you can actually just cloak it or envelop it in something that is self-care related and valuing your opinion as much as or greater than other people's opinion well I, you know we just did a podcast on vulnerability mm -hmm. so i think there's an example of being vulnerable because if you say look that hurts my feelings. It's my choice to do this. And for you to 
constantly you know badger me or bring up the topic when you know my stance on it is disrespectful right you know and and it, having that vulnerability and honesty that's putting it out there and making it true right right and and i think that truth will actually go further with with our loved ones or with people that we talk to than going and just throwing You're it right. back you know mm-hmm well, and we've talked about that before. You know, it's one of my huge things about communication. What do we want? And this is another thing that we're talking about. And excuse me, your badass is showing yourself confidence edition. It's like <laughs> fucking long, right? Um, is when we communicate, what we want is to be heard. Mm-hmm. And we are very rarely heard if we're combative. Yeah. We're heard a lot more if we're vulnerable and if we really take a stand for ourselves and we're not throwing insults and combative. But again, we're human. Another thing that I wanted to underscore here too, and you know, it, I could go on and on and on, but I just get really worked up. My mother-in-law doesn't understand why anyone wouldn't want kids. That's fine. She doesn't have to understand. Um, she claims that the ex- I love this. She claims that the experience will bring us closer, even though she ended up divorced after three kids. Not uncommon. Uh, she gets teary-eyed at the thought. Oh, that's fine. That's hers to bear. Um, It's hard for us to be around her. My cleaning lady, I love this. My cleaning lady recently told me that she thinks a house without toys is sad. (laughs) I would say, oh, really? Because I think a house with toys is fucking messy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like, isn't it making your job a lot easier not to have toys? Because that's one of my things. (laughs) Like, first of all, I hire you, honey. So... You, you know, like, remember the guy who came to do our carpet and he was giving us all this, like, scrutinizing all of our oh, yeah. decor? And I'm like, oh yeah. oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't give a shit about what you think about my decor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to put some fucking Roman crosses in my house. I'm sorry. He was giving a shit about the carpet that we picked. And I'm like, um, I'm pretty sure that's not your job. So what are we hiring yeah. you for again? Are you cleaning the carpet or redecorating my house? Yes. So don't get it twisted, these roles that people have in your life, right? I think that you are letting someone else's uh, opinion uh, get you viscerally worked Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. And that is not, that is your choice, right? And you get the choice to not let that get to you. That's cute. That's a great anecdote that you think that a house without toys is sad. But this is not a sad home. So it's invalid. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're here on the pod (laughs) because, but there's, so there's this also this part of me that I feel like it's okay with me because for me, this is an injustice. This is a rude, this is rude comments. It's the same way when I watch Jon Stewart or when I watch, who's the other one? Today, the British person with all the American oh, commentary. Uh, uh, John Oliver. John Oliver. Yeah. And I get so furious about the state of our country, of our nation, because it steps on values of mine. I don't want to ever stop fighting for certain things. Right. I don't want it to rob me of my happiness. That's well, the thing. Like, I want to always be worked up about gay rights i want to always be worked up about certain things but i think where the personal development piece comes in and what you were talking about is i want to be in control of that so for me i felt very 
like a lot of freedom. Like I'm going to get into this podcast episode and I'm going to get fucking ranty <laughs> and then I'm going to be done right. with it. I'm not going to carry it. I'm not going to keep talking about it with you. I'm not going to second guess myself. I'm not going to worry about. That's the difference is does it change your entire world because you're so worried right. about your stance. Right. I'm not. Exactly. And that's what I, that's the point I'm trying to make. And that's that's why I'm here to ground you, baby. Thank you, baby. Yeah, that is why we work out so well. Jesus Christ. So so well. All right. So, um one of the other things that I really wanted to underscore too is that um I think that this is something that a lot of people don't understand. And this might be a point, like depending on the relationship, like you were saying, a point for you to actually educate them on a different point of view, not in a condescending way, but in a place of, you know, grace and kindness, depending on the situation. Um, Parenting is one way, one of many that a human can be fulfilled. Absolutely. It's one way a human can be fulfilled. There's already almost 7 billion people on the planet. Why do I, does everybody have to have a baby? And we also negate the fact that there are a shit ton of people who never have the urge. They never have the feeling. They never have the, quote, biological clock. They have never had the desire. We ignore them like they don't matter. You know? Like, we this the stuff that we do in society blows my mind. Like, when people, when we say, oh, we don't want kids, like, just say you know like i just don't entertain it really anymore unless i feel like feisty which is very (laughs) like i just don't like to go there yeah right unless it's somebody i love and we want to communicate about it whatever it's a choice every time but if we say we don't want kids everyone demands an explanation yeah no you don't get one but if somebody says oh we're trying we don't demand an explanation. Like, why are you trying? Why are you guys want kids? Right. And that, to me, comes down to one word, which I have a huge value around, which is respect. If you do not respect me as a human, then I don't have time to explain to you. I just don't have time for you in my life, period. Yeah. Like, if there is not mutual respect, I can get along with anyone as long as they are respectful as long as they allow for multiple right answers if you don't i just don't have the time to engage in conversation with you it's futile it's a waste of time period that's what it comes down to so if you are conversing with somebody who understands that parenting has been the most fulfilling thing for them and they're excited about it great i think you can be equally Hello, equally fulfilled by a marriage, by your work, your life's passion, your uh, religion. Or volunteering for Big Brother, Big Sister. Right. Connection to other people. Right. It doesn't... Your spirituality, your life's work, art, music. I feel like you can... And and people will, will argue with me about that forever. I don't care. Because I don't have that pull. And that's the other thing is that... They don't have to get it. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to explain to them so that they all of a sudden understand that you don't have that pull. It's it's like it's like um like for me, I don't get it what it is like to be totally into sports. It's like loud, it's barbaric, it seems real it like I just so don't get it. 
But I would respect somebody who was. I wouldn't tell them they were wrong. That's the difference. Yeah. So just as much as I don't like understand or get sports, like my brother and I are that way. You know, I'm like, I fucking don't want to talk about sports. You know, like, I don't care about the stats. I don't care about any of that stuff, right? (laughs) But we have an amazing relationship because I respect that he cares about that. Right. I really, really do respect that. And I try in his presence to never make him wrong for that. Make And and he just, he's just really good about that with me, you know? And we kind of have a good relationship about it. So, yeah, it all comes down to respect you don't have to overexplain. Please view these comments as, as you know, uh, offensive, hurtful comments and approach it as such. Yeah. You know, shut it down if you need to. You don't have to engage in conversation where somebody's telling you that you are wrong for feeling the way you feel. You don't. Right. Especially, what? yeah. Oh, yeah. It. It's just rude. It is. Hashtag rude. Hashtag rude. There's a lot of societal things like that. You could give a ton of analogies. Oh, for sure. For sure. A ton of analogies. But I think it really does come down to, do you want to converse with somebody about this particular topic? Are they able to have, you know, the perspective of a lot of right answers? If they are not, if if their only agenda is to force you to believe what they believe, you need to shut that down just like any other situation that you would find offensive. I like figuring out what peop- why people tick, though. Mm. You know, like, oh, why do they have that stance on guns? Or why do they have that view on religion? So I'll try to, like, get into a conversation with them to kind of get to the meat of why they believe what they believe. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like, okay, well, that's an, that's really not a valid reason to believe what you believe. You're just right. making shit up. Then I'll shut the conversation down. Yeah, right? I've done that a handful of times, and, it's and such if a you waste have the energy, yeah, if you have the energy, and you they're re- like, just because that's not right, you're yeah. not supposed to. That's what a woman does. That's what, right. and I'm like, See, oh, that's, I don't that's have time BS. for that. Yeah. I don't have time for that. Yeah, you know. But I agree with you. But I will only. It's only if I respect them. If yeah. I'm at some random ass family function. Where it's all these people who believe that family only looks a certain way with a mom and dad and like 2.5 kids and don't think that two men can raise a kid or something like that. I already know that you don't have the capacity to entertain a lot of right answers. Right. So why am I going to go down that road? Yeah. So anyway. All right. We're getting on and on and on and on about this. (laughs) But if you're looking for ways to stand up for this stuff, like here's what I say to my mom here's how I prepare to go into this conversation, I highly suggest you check out this class. Yeah. See if it's for you. I agree. You know, because that's what we're going to dig into and it's going to be accountability in the Facebook group. Like for $97, how can you not? I know. I mean. I know. I know. Yeah. All right. So thejoyjunkie.com slash excuse me. You can find all about it. And in the meantime, we would be so appreciative for any iTunes reviews if you're up for it. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to my ranty, (laughs) ranty (laughs) podcast. And thank you so much to our listener for the submission. (laughs) All right, guys. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, child free and out.